Hey guys, welcome to the Progress Podcast, where we talk about things you probably should do. Today, I am joined by my co-hosts, uh, Noah Dog 54 and Flabius7. It's Flabs, I see Gamer Nevis is Noah. Oh, Are you bro. correcting the host? He he did just correct I, the sorry, host. Sorry, 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 sir, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before you do anything rash, I just let you know I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, that's what I like. <laughs> so, uh, how uh, how you guys been in in the last week and for no the last couple weeks? Well, it's been all right. Shit's been a little south, but other than that, it's been all right. Uh, as for me, uh, I talked about last time about the whole Christmas thing, so I'm not going to go into that again. Um, but, uh, me and John and the boys tried to do some recording this week. All of our ideas went up in flames, essentially. We, me and John did the back rooms earlier. Um, and, like, if we did this, we did the back rooms, essentially, but it, like, it broke so often, and it was, it was just terrible. I, I only got one video out of, like, a three-hour session. Um, and keep in mind, the video's only 40 minutes or so. And it was just like a sh- total shit show. I don't like. I don't know what happened, but like that went up in flames. We had a, uh, we had a couple things that went up in flames because Noah couldn't make it or something. And so essentially, this entire week was just full of shit in terms of recording. So, uh, in terms of recording, it was it's been rough. But I mean, in terms of just like life in general, it's been fine. I guess. Sounds decent. Yeah. I would agree that. Um... In terms of, like, for the recording, the things we had agreed to together, it did not go well. Uh, but for my own streams, it did, oh, it, it also didn't go well. I'm trying to do permadeath, and I just keep failing miserably. So, um, that's great. Yeah. So, not a productive week for anyone, it seems. Anyway. It could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. But, um, I think we have gotten to the mandatory friendship time of small talk and now it's on to the game where it's uh ethan and noah here are gonna get gonna talk about cooking stories i'm gonna talk a little bit about cooking stories but i don't have that many that's why i'm the host for this episode <laughs> so uh things I would love to say to you right now. I mean, you can say whatever comes to mind. Just know <laughs> that it might cost you some points. <laughs> he's got to pay. He's got to pay a toll just to say. Oh, this. don't worry. I'm saving them. Okay. Saving it from when next you, in, until the next episode. Okay. We'll see everybody shit out of John because this little great guy. Yeah, it's a a compliment. That's a plus one point. What? Plus one point for all that? I heard great guy, so... Oh, I need to hear. (laughs) What in the world? Alright, uh... Well, if we're doing compliments, hey, John, I just want to say... I just want to say thank you to, um, showing up on time for recording sessions. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that is... That is something I did. I did this time... Alright, no, uh, you're cutting in the way of his compliment. That's minus one point, even that's plus one point. <laughs> oh, man, this is great. 
Victor. Alright, but uh, who would like to go first with the story? Uh, I have one that I've kind of, uh, I said, like, briefly about it in a, uh, small talk, uh, section. But one of the cooking stories I had is I almost, uh, I didn't burn down my house down. Um, uh, one of my cats or someone almost burned down my house, uh, because there was, we have, like, this plastic thing that goes on top of plates when you put them in the microwave. So, essentially, it traps the heat, and it makes it so that they, like, for example, if you put meat in the microwave, for example, right? It won't get super dry, and it will contain the juices and stuff. Because, uh, you know, it's it's very helpful for microwaving stuff that, you know, you don't want to put in the oven for 40 hours and have it be the same or whatever. And so it's a, it's a little plastic thing that goes over top plates. And we usually kept it in the microwave, obviously, because that's where it was going to go anyway. Um, and But this one time, someone must have took it out and used the microwave by itself without the thing. Because um, they placed it on top of the stove. And apparently, uh, someone had made uh, their, themselves some food later that later that night um, on the stovetop, and they had placed the uh, the plastic thing on top of the stove. And so, when they were making something, they had they weren't like near each other too much, but they were they were kind of near each other. And so, like it wasn't on the burner, but it was like a burner across from it. Essentially, that's how close it was. And uh, so I, I was just doing my thing. I wasn't, I, I hadn't made my dinner yet. So I was doing my thing. I went to go, I went downstairs to go make my dinner and I smelled like this weird smell of like burning plastic. And since I didn't know what was going on, I was like, what, what's that smell for? Why is that? That's not good. So I run directly to the kitchen where I presumed the smell was coming from. And sure enough, the plastic thing was on fire. <laughs> it was literally on fire. Not the entire thing, just a small piece of it that was touching the burner. And I don't know if a cat moved it because cats don't. Our cats don't usually get up on the stove too often. Um, or if someone was neglectful of where they put it, but it was like it was now touching the like a part of it was touching the burner now. And so that part was on fire, and there was uh, s- smoke starting to form. And that, like I said, that smell was everywhere. Um, and so I hastily turn off the burner, move the thing. I open all the windows in the vicinity just to get the smell and the smoke out. The smoke alarm's going off, like all three of them that are in the vicinity. So it's just this constant ringing sound, essentially. Because they were, they were, one went off and then another one went off. So they didn't go off at the same time. So it sounded really terrible. Um, and so I, sh- I essentially shut them up because I, I fanned them so they showed up. And like I said, I opened all the windows, I opened all the, I even opened my back door. I was like late at this point, but I didn't care. I opened the back door and stuff like that just to get the smell out. And I also turned on fans. I turned on the microwave fan that kind of blows air out of it. Um, and like all this different stuff just to get rid of the smell. And the fire, I uh, tried to put out just with uh, water, which worked. Because it, was, it wasn't a big fire, like I said. Usually you don't use water unless it's a um big fire but anyway so i put it out and uh the smell lasted for about i want to say two days um even though the windows were like constantly open it was it was a terrible smell um and of course that thing got thrown away because it wasn't going to be used anymore um and so yeah that was the story of my house almost burning down because if i if i didn't get there fast enough that would have been a bigger fire yeah so fires can spread real quick um, I know from experience, so yeah, that, that makes sense. You also want to make 
I also want to make sure you know what kind of fire it is, because had it been like a grease fire, you wouldn't have been able to use water. You would have had to smother it with like a towel or something. Well, no, I knew it wasn't a grease fire. I, I knew it was just fire. So I, I, I put the thing in the uh, sink and just drowned it in water. Oh, if it works, it works. All right, well, you get uh, four right, points for so... that story. All right. All right, so a lot of my stories are going to be coming from uh, a culinary class I took right. because that's where I get the most culinary experience besides another story we'll get to for another time. Or at least later down the line if I'm desperate for points because... John doesn't like to fairly point me sometimes. I fairly point you. I just like to take away points. I fairly, I was, I was hoping you were gonna say I fairly point you minus twenty seven thousand points. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this story takes place in eleventh grade of last year. Well, the year before last year. Anyway, I'm in the culinary class and. I know what I'm doing. I've been assigned to work with this guy uh, who will go by Bob. So me and Bob are working on this recipe. Everything's going great. And the one thing me and Bob are known for in this culinary class was fucking up. But this day was a little different. Because we had everything going smoothly. And then right at the end, I don't remember what we were making. We fucked it up. So right after we had fucked up and realized what we had done, we were like, hold on. We could probably fix this. And not think about it. I do remember what it was. We were making salmon with a vegetable and some kind of, pro well, not protein, but starch, essentially. So we realized we had cooked the tuna a little too long. We also had forgotten to take the skin off, which is what the recipe called for for this. So we figured out a way to fix everything. Uh, instead of the normal starch we had chosen, we went and made what the starch was going to be, made it something completely better. We figured out a way to get the skin off of the fish. Just this once. Although you shouldn't have done it after Curry had already cooked it, but oh well, that's what we did. And then we realized we were missing one thing. So, real quick, I got the bright idea of hey, let's make a sauce to go for whatever we're making. It's quick, it's easy. And somehow we fucked up even more than we had intended to. So right away we presented it to the teachers, they looked at us, and they are like, what the fuck did you make? And we are like, we followed the recipe, and they are like, if you followed the recipe, it would not look like the Boston Massacre on this plate. And I just said, well, hey, it looks like shit, but taste it and tell us what you think. It tasted like that, and said, looks like shit, but it's good. And that is the story of how we fucked up two times on the same recipe. And even fucked up the presentation, 
but it still tasted great. I thought you were gonna say, "Well, it looks it looks trash, but it tasted." And then you're like, "She got food poisoning that day." Yeah, <laughs> she was not there in school the next day. <laughs> well, actually, one of the teachers wasn't in school the next day, but that's because she was pregnant. So, oh. yeah. Well, that is a good story. I'll give you four points as well. Yeah, I just feel like that was pretty pretty even. Um, I do have one yeah, cooking disaster, though. It's it's not. I don't know if you could consider it cooking, but it's kitchen related and food related. But um, you know those things of like instant macaroni and cheese, like you got little packets, you got like this cup it comes in, and you put water, put it in the microwave, right? Pretty, did you, pretty, did you pretty, fail to make okay. instant mac and cheese? So it, it's pretty easy, pretty easy to understand, right? You you put water, you put it in the microwave. What what's there to mess up? Um, John, I, I know you're bald, which means you have a smooth brain. But how the hell do you fuck up instant mac and cheese? All right, Noah, I'm getting the story. If you want points to your way, I'll do it. <laughs> but um, I. You know, I was making, I made this plenty of times, right? Like, I, it's not like so I was doing it for the first time and I was, and I, I didn't understand. Like, I had done it before, um, which might make this worse. But I just didn't put water in it. And I put it in the microwave and uh, it it burnt to a crisp. Like, it was, there was no way of recovering it. And it, it filled the small apartment we were in at the time. It filled it with smoke. And it was uh, not a not a pleasant experience, and my family still Jeez. makes fun of me about it. I hope they do. I hope they do. I, I do too. So I I don't. This isn't related to John's story because it's not a like a, a fail or something. Um, but I like the whole idea of making fun of someone for that because like you that should be something you can make fun of people for. You're, if you as long as you're doing it in a nice way and not like a super harsh way, right? But like for example, I went to Jersey Mike's. Um, after my grad party, and or not after my grad party, it was after graduation itself. And so I went to Jersey Mike's, and uh, my parent, my uh, mom, my brother, and my sister came with me because obviously they were there. And so we drove down and we got in. And for anyone that's been to um, Jersey Mike's, they have like uh, the menu right above where they're working. And so I look at it, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get the Chipotle chicken, which is like a, it's like chicken with Chipotle sauce and cheese and like that kind of stuff. And my brother, without a hesitation, because uh, they have a, so to give you some context, I guess, they have a chicken and a steak variant of the Chipotle chicken, whatever. And uh, he literally walked up to the person taking order and said, hey, what's the difference between chicken and steak? And uh, at that moment, I wanted to blast away to Mars and say that I never knew that person. And we still make fun of him to this day for it, because it is literally the stupidest thing I think he's ever said. So, wow. I just wanted to add that because it was, it was, we make fun of him for it all the time. My, our viewers uh, kind of know about it as well because we mentioned it, mentioned it here and there. If I ever make merch, we're definitely doing something like that. Um, but it's like, that had to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. That's fair. Since I just said something, Noah can go if he has, since he has another one. Oh, I've got plenty of these. <coughs> like, uh, okay. So one day, the Redboat sees, uh, I was working again with Bob, and, and we're known as the class fuck-ups. 
but on this day, somehow, we fucked it up, but we made it good. So, we were making these things called conch fritters, which is basically like sea snail or something. It's actually very good, and what we were making, the end result was very good. What we hadn't realized was we were supposed to make fritters halfway through the class. We had just been messing around with the conch. So eventually we were just like, okay, uh, we don't have enough time to do the recipe. Let's make our own. So we go, we make our own. And I don't know how, but without following the recipe at all, we somehow made really good conquerors. Along with that, we needed a sauce, and we just made a sauce off the top of our heads. So, we did. Paired it with the conquerors. We presented it to our teachers, because that's the thing we had to do was every day we make something presented, and so on and so forth. Essentially, that's just your grade on how you did. So we go, we present them, and they just look at us like, this is really good. What'd you guys do? And then I just blurted out for no reason at all. Oh, we didn't follow the recipe. We made our own recipe and our own sauce and did better than you. They just looked at us like we had told them to go fuck themselves, which essentially we did. And then they said, well, if you remember correctly, this was a competition day. And you guys did second best. Which meant the next day we had to come in and do the recipe again. And our teachers just looked at us and said, good luck, since you did the recipe off your own heads. Me and Bob were looking at each other like, oh, fuck. So, throughout the last bit of class we talk we figure out a plan now when we come home we're still talking trying to figure out how to do what we did the last time eventually we think we have it figured out we come back to school the next day me and the other people who made really good conquerors because it was essentially a tie we did really well we did really well and we're just in there doing almost exactly what we did the last time. I say almost exactly because we changed up the recipe just a little bit. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he left again. Yeah, it's over. Well, I guess he wouldn't because by default. (laughs) Yay, by default. No, he'll probably show up again. Um, Well, he was, it sounded like he was kind of the tail end of his story anyway. Um, so I'm going to focus mainly on, like, the the bad stories, because I think when you have, like, a cooking fail, mm-hmm. I think it's really funny. Um, and so the story I want to talk about is the time me and my brother tried to, or actually, it was me, yeah, no, it was just me, I think. I tried to make homemade Alfredo for the first time. Now, people that have made homemade Alfredo know that homemade Alfredo is not exactly the easiest task. Mm-hmm. It's not too hard once you learn it, but it's, it's for your first time, it is definitely not the easiest thing. And so... What had happened was I had a recipe right next to me. It was like a it was like a video, and I was following the video, and uh, the guy was the guy was super nice and he was like super clear about what to do. 
He uh, kind of repeated himself over and over again to make sure people fully understood it, which was nice. And so it was a very good tutorial. The tutorial, the tutorial I just want to point out, was not the problem. <laughs> the problem was me. Um, because I didn't, I wasn't using, I mean, I was using measuring cups to the, to an extent, but sometimes he would just, uh, sometimes he said, okay, put this amount and I would just eyeball it. Right. Which clearly was the mistake I made. Um, and so I had this giant, uh, it's kind of skillet pan essentially of, uh, uh, like trying to make homemade Alfredo. I had a pot next to me that was full of pasta cause I was making for the, for everyone. And so essentially if I'd screwed this up, we were straight out of luck for dinner. Um, and so I was trying desperately not to, and the, the pasta was going to be done in like three minutes and the sauce, uh, would have been done in like, uh, five or six minutes. And so I was like, okay, so the, the sauce won't be, won't be done in time. So I should take the pasta off the burner, which I did. So it just sat in there for a second. Um, and, uh, what I did was I kept adding the ingredients that he told me to. And it got to a point where the skillet was, it, there was a pretty good chunk of stuff in it because it was super, because uh, it was like a serving proportion of four, I think. So the, the only thing I had to do was I had to add an extra thing to his recipe because he was making a serving size of three and I needed four. And so I had to kind of bump it up a little bit. And so that's where I kind of started eyeballing things um, because obviously he didn't have his, I have a four serving four version. Um... And so I kept I kept working at it, and it eventually started to turn brown, like a like a brown color. And I was thinking to myself, huh, you know, I've I've had Alfredo Alfredo sauce in my day, and I don't think I've ever had brown Alfredo. And uh, what was starting to happen was the uh, the cheese was starting to burn. Essentially, is what what was happening. And um, during that process, the house started to smell like burnt cheese. Now, normally burnt cheese doesn't smell that bad until you have a massive proportion of it, and then it smells absolutely garbage. And um, I actually kind of do kind of smell that to this day. I feel like my, my nose reminds me some from time to time of that mistake. Um, but so it started to turn this like brown, almost mud looking color. And at this point, I'm like, okay, how can I save this? Right? Like, how can I save it? So I look up like, can you store uh, brown Alfredo? And uh, I got to this article that said, oh, if you do this and this and this, then you can restore it. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have one of the ingredients that they said that we needed to restore. So I'm like, okay, well, let me look up a substitute for that thing. And I don't remember what the thing was, but it was like milk was the substitute. So I was like, okay, we have milk. And so I pour the milk. I put the other ingredients in. I can't remember what they were exactly, but it was something to save it. And uh, I started to stir it. I turned the burner all the way off because they said to do that. And I kept stirring it, and it got even darker. <laughs> and it uh, didn't work. And so at this point, I'm like, okay, if the saving thing didn't work, then maybe this is truly a lost cause. But I was determined to fix it. And so I looked up another video. And uh, I did the th I followed that instruction. The instructions they gave us were a little bit different, which made me concerned that two different people were giving me different answers. Um, and so I put all the ingredients in. We actually had all three of the ingredients, or I think it was four, all four ingredients that the other person told us to do. And again, nothing changed. It didn't get dark or anything, but nothing had happened. And at this point, I'm like, maybe it truly is a lost cause. And so what I so we ended up that night. I think we made like burgers or something quick because we the the Alfredo sauce failed. Actually, no, I think we did something with the pasta because the pasta was fine, um, but the Alfredo sauce was brown. It was uh, muddy look looking color. It was very very thick, um, like thicker than your normal Alfredo, mm. and it was very clear that the cheese had burned, and so there was burn marks on the on the on the pan and stuff. 
And uh, I can't describe the smell to you because it's not just the ch burnt cheese you're smelling. It was like all the burnt, like everything that we put in there was burnt essentially. And so it was the combination of all those burnt items. Uh, so miraculously, the fire alarm did not go off, but uh, it's it still reeked of just this nausea incentive smell almost. I can't, it's hard to describe, but it's, imagine burnt cheese, uh, burnt milk, which is basically spoiled milk, the smell of it um like burnt butter uh like all that kind of stuff so mix all that into one smell and you have what, what we smelled for the next couple of weeks yeah. um i'm not even kidding a couple of weeks because the smell kind of lingered it was worse than that plastic story i told um and that's probably why i keep smelling it from time to time my nose will just kind of remind me of hey this is the mistake you made and so since that day i have not made homemade alfredo i stick to the jars thank you you know um that's fair <laughs> Yeah, I see. I've made. Uh, see, I've. Oh my god! Oh, just please, can I go? Hi, I'm the hostess. Thank you. Minus five thousand points. Okay. Uh, that'd be good. Gotcha. Alright. So, I'm trying to make Alf. Well, no, it's not that I've tried to make Alfredo a lot. I have made good Alfredo a lot. It is hard to do, but. It's beyond me how you made brown, muddy Alfredo sauce. Yeah. I told you the story, man. If you weren't listening, that ain't my problem. Yeah, so, like, that's your fault. I, I just listen. don't understand how. No, but I totally get it, Ethan. My dad makes homemade Alfredo quite often, and every now and then he still messes it up. So it's like, if you're new to it and haven't done it, I totally can see messing up. I've never seen him make brown Alfredo sauce. That is a new one. But I have no, seen because... him make... It was like solid cheese that it was like... It was kind of messed up. No, the brown was the burnt stuff. Right, because right. It, the, the heat was too high. And so he probably didn't have the heat that high. Because the reason it was brown is, I said this in the story, is that everything burnt that was in it. The cheese right. burnt, the butter burnt, all that stuff. And butter turns brown when it gets uh, burnt. Or well, not, No, it caramelizes and then it goes to burnt. And mm -hmm. so that was that was making the entire almost witch concoction brown, essentially, is what that was. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, Alfredo is almost like, there's many other things that are kind of like this, but Alfredo is kind of like the baking of normal cooking. Because baking, if, if you do something wrong, it's all over. You got to restart. Mm -hmm. um, with cooking, though, like with Noah's store, for example, you can try and fix it. Like, you can try and fix certain things. With baking, if you mess something up with, like, a brownie or a cake or something, and you put it in and... And it's you come, it's out, and you can tell something's wrong. Maybe it didn't rise, or it didn't like it was. It tasted horrible. It's over. You have to restart. Right. Um, and so that's why I tried desperately to fix it because I was hoping I could fix it, uh, but that was not the case. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's how it goes. Okay. So no, did you have another what? story? Of course I do. I just do want to say though. Cooking is one of those things where it can be very relaxing. Mm -hmm. but it's also one of those things where if you fuck it up, you will regret what you've done. And sometimes, like, and even two stories, it can go bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, this is a story of how I really fucked up. Like, there's no saving this one. So, it was culinary class again, 
and we were supposed to be making, I think, a cake. And I thought to myself, okay, cakes are easy. I've done this like a hundred times. I'm not going to be. And it turns out the cake we were making was actually a bit of a hard one to make. It was one of those cakes where the frosting was basically a mirror. So I was like, okay, that's a little different. I can still do this. So I do everything I'm supposed to. What I neglected to do was put baking powder or it's either baking powder or baking um I forgot what the other thing is. Soda. Yeah, baking soda. I forgot to put one which one of those. I'm not sure which it was supposed to be, but let's just say I put the wrong one in. So when me and Baba were making this and just waiting for it to uh bake. We're doing our dishes. And then we have someone come up to us and say, Hey, did you come look at your cake? And I'm like, going on with the cake. And there's just like some weird shit. And I was just like, we did everything right though. And I go look and the way the stoves were there. They're basically like stoves you would find in an actual restaurant. So you can look through the glass, see how everything's doing. I look through. This cake has doubled in size. It is coming out of the top, dipping over the pan, and just slowly filling the oven with cake. I don't know what I did. But I just looked at this like, oh, what do I do? And then Bob comes over and he's like, what the fuck did you do? And I'm just like, I, I don't know, man. Put in the baking uh, ingredient. He said, you fucking dumbass, that's the wrong ingredient. A teacher comes over, she looks and she just says, you're getting a fucking effort say, but, you know, good try. And then so, I, have a, I have a question. Were you teamed up with this Bob person every single time? Yes, me and Bob work together all the fucking time. I, uh, I thought Bob was just a stand-in to whoever was your partner. It was just like, it, not not the same Bob every time. Just every single partner's name is Bob. <laughs> no, Bob was the guy in culinary class I worked with mm-hmm. all the time. I see. Because we were actually quite good friends and we enjoyed cooking with each other because sometimes we made good stuff, sometimes we made shit. Mm. But most of the time it's good. So you completely fucked up a cake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unlike to what I said, it's like if, with baking, if you mess it up, it's it's you have to restart completely. Yeah, it's so, you wait until that timer's done, see how it looks. If it doesn't look how it's supposed to look, well, um, you fucked up, you can't fix it. Yep. But, John, since you're the host, you got anything, buddy? I, I don't think I have any, as, as many spectacular fails. As, uh, no, it doesn't have to be spectacular fails. It could be things that went good. 
I'll decide if what it needs to be. I'm the host. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we're not all telling fails. There's been some successes. I have on occasion, like, when I'm making something simple, like, sometimes I'll make nachos. Um, I'll forget an ingredient, and then I'm, like, rushing to grab it. Um, towards the end of the process, I'm like, crap. How have I forgotten this? And then I, I look through the fridge, and it turns out we don't have it, and I have to scrap the whole idea. Uh, that's always fun. Extremely. This is why you should pull out all your ingredients before you start and not be stupid like me. No, that's why you should make sure you collect all the ingredients you need before you start anything. That's literally what I just said. <laughs> I'm just making it more clear. I don't know. I feel like that was less clear. Oh, anyway, you said you got a yeah, sorry. I can tell that Noah's really holding it back. I can tell. Oh, I'm really, really holding back. I don't know. You're in the lead, so I mean, maybe if you keep it up, if you keep up your holding back, you might actually pull one out. Well, he got a bonus story, so yeah, sure. Um, yeah, let me see. I'm trying to think if I want to do the fail again, uh, because fails are pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do. I'll do a fail. Um. So this has happened, I think, to uh, everyone. That's like for the like. If you if you say this, if this, you say this hasn't happened, then you're you're a liar. Um. But essentially, we tried making fresh burgers for the first time. Like we we always used frozen burgers because they were technically cheaper almost, and uh, it was just a lot simpler. But with uh, fresh burgers, you gotta form the meat, you gotta season the meat, and like all that kind of stuff. Because frozen burgers aren't necessarily seasoned either, but you don't have to worry about seasoning the inside. Whereas in fresh burgers, you do. And uh, now we've made we've made fresh burgers enough times that it's like super easy. But the first time we made them, it uh oh boy did it go horribly wrong. So we uh we made the we formed the meat. We actually have this uh patty press that essentially you put the ball of meat in and press it down enough times. And essentially what it does is it forms the patty itself. So we don't actually have to do that. Uh, we don't have to do that by hand. Um, and so we had that thing. We had it ready. We had it out. And uh, I was forming the meat. And uh, so I had the seasonings next to me. I was pouring them in and stuff like that. Um, so this time, though, because it was like this is our first time making patties, we did add uh, the ingredients to, uh, to, to a recipe. The only thing that we didn't was salt because we figured we can eyeball salt. And um, and so we put in we put in some salt. We mixed it up. Uh, we put in some more salt. We uh, mixed it up. And what we did is we took a little chunk out of um, the out of the meat. The meat blob, essentially. Uh, we cooked it up for, like, it was it was super small, so it only took, like, uh, I want to say, like, a minute or so to cook up fully. And we and I tried it, and it was like, okay, this doesn't taste, I don't taste any salt in this. And so we poured in essentially double what we had before. And I take, um, and at that point, we're like, okay, that's pretty good. And so we pour in the patties, we have the, the presser do it for us, and then we go out and grill them. Because I la- I prefer grilled burgers over like sautéed burgers or whatever, um, and so we grill them. Also can swell. They're they're keeping their form and stuff. So we know we did that part right. And uh, by the way, we only made we we this was the test patty. We did we this was like the first one. Uh, we still had the meat blob as well. Um, and so I cooked up the the patty and I brought it back inside, cut open it. the The temperature was good, and um, I took a bite out of it, and all I tasted was salt. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And so I thought of like, okay, so I, again, I looked up, Hey, how do you get, how do you like 
kind of take away the salts out of uh out of meat right and i got t i got tons of different options i got you can do water you can do crackers like not saltine crackers but just like crackers um you can do all this other stuff and like i got a couple of different uh things so the first thing we did was water uh we poured a little bit of water and mixed it up and um we took uh like essentially just like a i don't know how to i'm not good with math so like we took a small little ball of it and uh grilled that as well brought that inside and uh it still tasted like salt and so we're like okay do we add more water and so we added more water and uh mixed that up at this point it got too watery because we added too much water and so now we're thinking okay great so now we have a water problem and a salt problem and uh so we looked up how to get rid of the water well it, it gave us crackers they said use salting crackers because not only does the uh crackers soak up the water but it also uh makes it so that it can also soak up the salt that's in the water and i'm like okay that sounds perfect and we just we happen to had crackers and so i pulled out a couple of crackers crushed them up uh mixed them into the meat and uh at this point we're like okay this should work and so we take a small little portion and we go outside and uh we grill that as well we come back and the burger is kind of falling apart because of the the crackers inside of it uh they were crushed up but they were still kind of they, they 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 didn't help the structural integrity of the burger and so we take a bite out of it and we're still tasting salt and not only salt but we were tasting crackers as well um and at this point we're like okay so let's so we added more crackers we added like almost half a sleeve of crackers into the mix and at this point we're determined to save it we're not do it wasn't the, this was after the alfredo incident by the way and so at this point i'm like okay this i know we can save and so we uh, with the meat that we had left, we added a little bit of water, like I said. We added the uh, more crackers, mixed that up. We added uh, different seasonings uh, to kind of mask over the salt flavor. And we took out, we we went full on. We took, we formed all the patties we needed, which I think in total was four or five. And so the, so the meat blob was gone. And essentially, we, we grilled them, brought them back inside, topped them like the way we usually do. So the whatever, so onions, we had lettuce, we had all that kind of stuff. And we ate them. And they were a little bit better than what they were previously. They still weren't perfect. And obviously we learned from that mistake later on. Um, but we saved some of it. Because like I said, the, the first time we added salt, I or the second time, sorry, I only tasted salt. It was just pure salt. I literally, You couldn't taste anything else. It was just salt. Um, and so we, it, it didn't taste like that anymore. But you could, it was still very salt heavy. And so we had to, even after adding everything that we did, it still tasted heavily on salt. Um, and which was weird because we didn't add too much. We, like I said, we added, we like shook the salt thing a lot and then we mixed it, shook it again, mixed it. That was the first time. Then we add, did the same thing again because I didn't taste any salt on the first one. Um, and so that's all we did. There was not, we didn't add like a whole gallon of salt or anything. Um, it was, I don't know. It was just weird. But either way, it worked out sort of in the end. And now today I can say, that we have made uh, fresh burgers enough times that we can definitely do it uh, easily. It was just that first time that it happened that it's like, wow, this was a big mistake. Yeah. It is a very fascinating story that awarded a certain number of points. All right. I love certain number amount of points. Yeah, yeah, nice. Is it X amount of points or is it Y amount of points? I need to know. It's actually Z amount of points. That's actually very important. Z, okay, all right, all right, all right. I just wanted to know because you know X, Y, and Z there are different variables. Right, so. right, right. X, Y, and Z.
Alright, so, I've been saving this. Okay. This is the story of how I almost burnt down the culinary class. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. It, it was... We'll, we'll get into it. So, on this particular day, we were tasked with making some kind of baked good. Don't remember what specifically, but it was something fairly simple from what I remember. And me and Bob were like, alright, we can do this. This is really easy. How we fuck this up is beyond ourselves. So we're going about it and everything's going alright. And I remember we had to put something in the microwave. I think it was to put butter in the microwave and just melt it a little so we can actually take out like a decent amount to spread on something. So I go, I put it in the microwave. I set it for 30 seconds, I leave. What my dumbass have forgotten to do was take off the aluminum that was around the butter. Oh. So I hit start, I walk away. As I'm walking back within 15 seconds, I'm hearing popping, and I'm just like, well, that can't be good. So I turn around, I go, I look in the microwave, and there's a fire in the microwave, and I'm like, oh, shit. I grab the oven that does conveniently next to the microwave, grab the butter, run through a trash can. As I'm running, the oven mat catches fire. I throw it into a trash can. Grab a, a pot of water that someone had just filled out of her hands, throw it on top of the butter and the oven mitt. Look at my hand. Surprisingly, no burns or anything. But that butter was fucked. Everyone just looked at me like, What the hell did you do? And then my teacher just told me to go sit in the classroom for the rest of the day. That is, I just imagine doing, while this is all happening, like, people are just running around screaming in the chaos. Just <laughs> <laughs> anarchy well, ensuing. Well, there was one guy that was running around while I was walking with the butter that's on fire. He was well, taking a knife back to the dishwasher, but then he saw me run and with the butter. And then he started running with a knife, and I was like, What the fuck are you doing? Put it in! Running with a knife? What's wrong with you? I don't know, he got scared, I guess. That's fair. Alright, well, that is a uh, story that got awarded another certain amount of points. But different certain was amount it? of points. It wasn't Z, it was, it was X, so. Oh, X amount of points. I don't think that's good. It might be. It might not be. Who knows? Well, it's like oh, that. you always got to solve for X. So yeah. if you solve for X now, you should get your answer. I'm terrible at math. You should know this. Well, that's, that, that would I don't know this. We weren't in the same math class. That is true. Right. I was in the stupid class. You're in the smart class. I was no, I was not. No smart class, man. The only smart class I can technically be called in is the... Uh, consumer math, which that was like taxes and stuff. But other than that, no, I was in like I while well, I was in algebra part one, 
most of my friends were in like geometry and i'm like well you know i'm kind of glad i skipped that yeah well i guess you're in the stupid classes and i was just in the stupider classes maybe you're just in two separate classes the same level <laughs> maybe <laughs> Like, all right, Ethan or John, you got some? What do you What do you try to lead this uh, podcast episode? Now? I'm the host. Uh, trying that's... to lead shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's worked. Oh, well, that's uh, it's it's wait, the first wait, 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 time wait, wait, this wait, wait, episode. Wait, wait. You're gonna penalize me for swearing once? No, no, no. I was gonna say it was the first time this episode you swore, so and it it was not that bad. So you you're all good. For now, but I got my eye on you. <laughs> You're non-existent eye. Yeah, I don't have eyeballs. I have both my eyes, they're both existent. But yeah, uh, Ethan, do you have another story? Because we're the we're kind of wrapping up, and I'm pretty sure Noah has said more stories than you. Well, yeah, he he said two more than me. Mm-hmm. Um. But the uh, what I'll what I'll say is because I, I kind of wanted to end on this one, but we're we're only at forty five. So <laughs> if you had another one, I'd want you to go first. Um, I mean, my brother set fires to the kitchen once, so that was pretty cool. I wasn't. I don't think I was born yet, but I I hear about this story all the time because he was like in the kitchen. He was he. I don't think he was even doing anything that complicated because he couldn't have been that old if i wasn't born yet um but he was doing something in the kitchen my sister was in like the adjacent room and she looks in there and she's like hey the 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 kitchen's on fire he's like no it's not stop trying to like make me freak out it's like no it's literally on fire he turns around and it wasn't even a big fire apparently but it was it was enough to be like oh we should put that out before it gets worse so I, I just find the story funny where he's just like, nah, there can't possibly be a fire. I'm too good at cooking for that. Like, I'm too genius for a fire yeah. to admit. Well, is that the end of the story? Yeah, that's the end of the story. Oh, okay. Oh, no. All right. Wait, 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 wait. I'm being nice. Wait a minute. Wait. My story is, is uh, it kind of. I mean, I feel like I can't say everyone's done this, uh, but I feel like a lot of people have because no, no, clearly has because it's similar to his. Um, so we got uh, it was one of the nights where my mom didn't feel like cooking, so we so we had gotten I think Wendy's. Uh, shout out to Wendy's, please sponsor. Um, where we had gotten Wendy's, and so she brought it home, and we had she had got uh, groceries from Walmart as well, so we were bringing those in. Um. And so, at, once we were done putting all the groceries away, I uh, unwrapped my Wendy's to make sure it was right, which it usually is. Um, and so, I, I put it on a plate, but I what I did was, I was going to microwave it, because Wendy's, the closest Wendy's to us is 15 minutes away. Um, we still get it, because it's really good, um, but it's, it's 15 minutes away, so it usually gets cold on the way home. And especially in winter, where this took place, it happened around, I want to say, uh, early December um it got super cold so it was basically cold at this point and so i wanted to microwave it and so what i did is i, I pulled out the sandwich and i pulled out the fries because uh, i was going to microwave them uh, together so at the same time 
Um, what I forgot to do was take off the uh, aluminum wrapper that apparently Wendy's has. Uh, I didn't know their wrappers were aluminum. Um, but I, I put the wrapper in there. Uh, not the, not intentionally. I, I put the burger in with the wrapper in. Kept put the fries on the plate. Put it in without a second thought. I pressed uh, I think two minutes or whatever I wanted to uh, put it as. Um, and uh, I don't know what the schools uh, things were at. But my microwave is on high at all times because we never need it on a lower setting. And so I walked away for about, I want to say, two seconds. I wanted to go pet a cat, I think. I wasn't doing anything important. I walked away for two seconds, and all of a sudden I hear what sounded like a gunshot. I hear bang! And I, it, like, it was like pop. It was like a pop, but it was like a bang almost because of how loud it was. And so I rush into the uh, the uh, the kitchen, and I see that the, the wrapper is on fire. <laughs> Not the microwave itself, but just the wrapper inside of it is on fire. And I swiftly open the thing, op- uh, take out the thing, and the aluminum wrapper that the burger was in was, like, pitch black. Like, I could stare into the darkness with that thing. That's how black that thing was. And it was pitch black. There was still a little bit of fire going, so I blew it out. Um, it was, Like I said, it wasn't a big fire, but it was, like, enough of a, of a fire, similar to John's story, which, like, I need to put that out immediately. Um... And I realized what had happened after the fact. Because I'm like, why did I do that? It's clearly, like, not safe for microwave, right? But I didn't know Wendy's things were, like, uh, aluminum. I thought they were just, I don't know, like McDonald's. Because I think McDonald's, you can put... McDonald's are paper, which you can put in the microwave. Because I've done that before. Um, But Wendy's are not. They're full-on aluminum. And I put it in there. And like I said, it it burst into flames, like, two seconds afterwards. And that bang, like, full-on scared me. Because I wasn't expecting it. Um, and so, I, like I said, I went back, I pulled it out, and I, I went, after I blew out the fire, I kind of had to chop off the burger that had gotten, um, like, uh, not only burnt, but also had the smell of burning aluminum on it, because uh, I didn't feel like that was safe to eat. I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, so, I, it wasn't too big of a piece I had to cut off, but it was, like, kind of the edge piece I needed, I needed to cut off. Um, so, I cut that off, I threw away the wrapper. Uh, and the, the fries were fine. They were still fine. Uh, cause they, they weren't in any container or anything. Um, but like, it's the, it's just the thought of like me almost burning the house down again. Cause it wasn't the, the first one I said wasn't technically my fault, but that one was. Um, and like I said, that bang just really scared me. Cause it was a pop, but it was like so loud that it sounded like a gunshot. Mm. And so when it, what raced through my mind was like, Oh, is there, did someone just get shot? And then I looked behind me and it's the microwave was like, uh, the thing inside the microwave was burning. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Um, but for a second there, I, I it, the world tricked me, or my ears tricked me into thinking that, like, someone with a gun was near us or something, because that, that, that's not something you want to know. Um, and so, like, that that scared the crap out of me. The fire scared the crap out of me, because I didn't want anything to break. Our microwave is still good. Uh, the microwave, like I said, that didn't actually catch on fire. Just the paper did. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was a fun story. <laughs> um... Uh, it was just like, I was, I was still the same age I am now. I was just super neglectful. I didn't, I, apparently I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. And like I said, some part of it was that I didn't think they were aluminum. So I'm like, oh, this is probably safe. Um, and, uh, I think what they're supposed to do is there's supposed to be a symbol on it if it's not microwaveable safe. I don't know if I checked for that, uh, but I don't believe Wendy's paper has it on there. Um, and unless they do, in which case, I guess, whatever. Um, but if they don't, when does you only need to get on that? Because you might get sued if someone did what I did and tries to sue you. So, just saying. Yeah. I think the 
the thing we learned today is uh, don't put aluminum in the microwave. Yeah, don't listen to those uh, photos or TikToks where they're showing you like, oh, hey, if you take an aluminum ball, it'll come out super shiny and smooth. No. No, it's just burning your house down. If someone took a picture after that and said like their entire kitchen is blown up. And there's like thanks, uh, douchebag or whatever, whatever the thing said. Mm-hmm. But it was just a picture of like a totally black kitchen, and the microwave like l- was exploded. So that's what will happen to you if you don't do- if you do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't like me and Noah were lucky enough to like save it in time. If you don't save it in time, it, that like the black kitchen will happen to you. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. We're getting towards the end. We've got we're at fifty two minutes. I have the points all tallied up. And, all right. Um, Ethan, you have 23 points as of right now. Um, and Noah, congratulations. You have 21 points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was that's a close funny. game, you know. Um, I I wanted to be fair. I still don't quite know how Noah lost, given the fact that he had more stories than Ethan. But um, it's a mystery, man. I think you know you were minus one at the beginning. No, you had zero at the beginning, and Ethan has uh, one at the beginning because he I gave him a point and I took away the point that I had given you. So oh, that's true. You did, but still, you so would have really, lost by we... one. Yeah, I was gonna say if you ignore that, it's still. Yeah. I'm still the winner, but it's it's like the only thing that I the first story I think is the th- well no because the first story is a tie so I I don't know what was the uh I'm just curious what was the thing you gave us in the last two rounds I gave you a certain amount of points Noah was in the lead barely before your last story by like mm. I think three points he was in the lead by. And I was uh, like, okay, so I wasn't—he wasn't like super far ahead because earlier you had said, "Oh, well, you're winning," so whatever. He was winning so by my, one my point. Of... <laughs> he was winning by oh, one okay. point. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was close the entire time. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Damn. So yeah, I, I was fair, and you still lost. So I, I don't know what to tell you now. Maybe I should rig in in your favor next. <laughs> I don't think that'll mean... be necessary next time. No, yeah. Well. Uh, Ethan, do you have a winner's speech for us? You know what? I do. Um, so the, the main uh, thing I want to say for this is actually, uh, is if you're becoming a chef, don't be put off by the things we were saying. Because the things that we're saying is things you're going to do. Now, not to the same extent, obviously. I hope that by listening to this, you're not going to put aluminum in a microwave. But, like, certain things like the cake uh, story that Noah had the alfredo sauce story that i had there's those are mistakes that you're going to make and you just have to be ready to make them because if you're going through your culinary experience uh thinking of like oh shoot i messed that up i can't i'm never going to be a cook then that might that type of mindset will not get you there uh you need to be ready and able to make those mistakes and learn from them especially uh because learning from your mistakes is one of the best ways to enhance your experience in the culinary industry I'm not personally going into the culinary industry. I just like to cook. I find it cool. I find it awesome. Um, but for people that are actually going to do that, I recommend please just make sure that you are aware that you are going to make some of these mistakes and that you need to be able to learn from them because that's that's the best way to learn is learning from mistakes that you've made in the past. Um, so don't be put off by the things we're saying because uh, that, that might happen to you. So just be just get rid of that. 
Um, so just don't let your dream die just because you made a mistake. That that's kind of the moral of the story there. Yeah, I would I would agree with that moral. Like even even like I said, my dad cooks all the time, and like even he still makes mistakes. He's been cooking for years, um. So, you know, everyone makes mistakes, and that's all right, um, unless you know, it, and then you lose points. <laughs> wow. So do wow. You, do you got anything to say? Because it's the end of the episode, so you can't you can't lose even more than you already have. So John, you bald headed fucking asshole. I hope. You burn in hell, you fucking toe-looking dog, dick-sucking, motherfucking crack-smoking asshole. Wow. Well, it's good to let it all out. Um, yeah, it's 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 great that it's it's amazing how the uh the like the bleeping section is uh working in the uh, I think top where I'm using yeah. it. This is what my therapist meant by let it all out. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think God, you're a fucking bald-headed asshole. I know. I'm trying to do that. So I'll I'll give you a a points bank where you have negative eighty-seven points if you don't if you keep this up. That no longer applies anymore. Fuck you. Know, next time I'm the host, you automatically get eighty-seven points. <laughs> anyway, uh, with all that uh lovely chat out of the way. I hope you guys enjoyed listening and had a provoked of conversation and made you laugh along the way. If you want to uh, check out my friends here, they got Ethan at Flags at XC Gaming on YouTube. Uh, Noah Heat Dog 54 on Xbox if you want to talk to him there. Uh, and you can find me on Twitch or YouTube at JeebensFeebens. There's a space on YouTube, no space on Twitch. I don't know if that makes a huge difference, but it might make a little bit of a difference. So, um, it does. Apparently it does, but when I do it, it doesn't. So, who knows? And uh, we will we'll see you guys next time.